Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always the way out. And it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, this is Teresa, and it's another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast, where I am so blessed to bring amazing stories of journeys of people who have gone through things that either you have gone through, or you know somebody who's gone through, or you just need to hear the stories for the inspiration. And I'm so excited to bring you Lisa Sterling Cowan today. Oof, you're going to love this woman. Now, the challenge we had, I said earlier, you're like so fascinating. We should have 17 podcasts on your stories, but we're going to start with one today. So Elisa, it is so fabulous to have you here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, I love that we have connected. This is a social media connection. And I just kind of had this like instant, like you need to be on my show, woman. And so, (laughs) so we've gotten to speak before a little bit, but I want to hear what do you do today and what do you love about it? What's your like for the profession? What do you, how do you serve the world today and what do you love about it? Well, how I serve the world today is by holding that positive presence here on this earth, mm-hmm. continuing to expand and grow myself mm-hmm. and to share from what I've been through. Um, right. Currently, I'm a uh, coach, a wellness coach. So, I'm working on presenting a course coming up Mm. that people can get into, but um, it's it's all around really expanding the light that we are all here. Right, right. Yeah. Well, and I know one of your containers is the physical health, but you're also about mindset and emotion and spiritual like but you know so your front door is a health coach but you're way 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 bigger than just yes eat less carbs you know what i mean <laughs> like you're very very holistic for that is we're all a whole picture we yeah. are multifaceted and it's right. that beauty that is essential to understanding our lives and mm. our humanity our purpose here it's really when we see the whole picture of who we are, we can mm-hmm. see the whole picture of what it is that we're a part of. So hmm. that just feels yummy. I kind of want to rest in that for a minute. So, but let's talk about your story. You know, you, you have a very interesting background in terms of what you have gone through, what your family's gone through. And so when we first, when you first shared it with me, oh, my heart hurt. Because I love fierce mamas and I love, I love women that stand for their children and stand against injustice, right? And so why don't you start with the journey that you went through with your son and just kind of segue into that and how, you, how things turned out? Well, I guess technically when my youngest was born, we just knew that it was going to be a special 
It'll be a ride. <laughs> well, uh, it died and come back. So I, my really dedicated my life to living the second chance. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you say you yeah. died and came back? Yeah, it was a complicated delivery. I didn't know that part. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. But he came out and he was the only blonde <laughs> child in the ward the uh-huh. whole time we were there. And uh-huh. as you can tell by looking at me, I'm not by first glance, someone you would think is of mixed heritage, right? Mi- mixed ethnicity, which I am. Right. And so is my husband. Uh-huh. And so a lot of people were checking their child. <laughs> Make sure that they have the like, right. Wait, what? Well, so if people are just listening to the audio, give give the the picturing of so, of the, the the color of your skin and the color of your husband's skin. And absolutely, so, yeah. I come from um, a family that was uh, multi ethnic. My great grandfather was a Scottish missionary with green eyes and red hair, mm. and he uh, married, which caused a bit of controversy. <laughs> um, the Jamaican woman that he met and fell in love. Wow. Okay. Darker skin, uh-huh. and that's on one side of the family, and then on the other side of the family, there's all, all that lovely beauty. So, yeah. Um, for me, how I look is I have a nice, soft, complected, uh, melanated skin. Yes. I yeah. love celebrating it. They're gorgeous. Women. And yes. um, combined with uh, a husband who's also multifaceted. But he's got a nice flaming red beard. Draws a lot of attention, mm-hmm. and so our child, when he came out, was no surprise to our family, mm-hmm. um, either side. And he was just radiant, radiant from the mm. beginning, very full of love and life. And then the attention started, and mm-hmm. it was, um, it was uncomfortable attention mm-hmm. because he his hair just grew redder and redder as he got older and people just were in awe and diving in and touching and wow it's really awkward when um at the same time you don't necessarily look like you're the parent <laughs> right so it was it was challenging but at the mm-hmm. same time i when he got older i was like well, if that's all you need to show up as in this world, as an inspiration mm-hmm. to others, um, to some people would break down in tears. They really? were so inspired. It was. Yeah. Because he's so unique looking, right? He's so, so yeah. very different looking. Yeah. So, okay. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they both are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My older son as well. <laughs> yes, 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 just different. They just, just in case he comes across. It. <laughs> Sounds like I only have one child. So I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, as school had started, um, because he's he's light complexed mm-hmm. and you know his skin is fair and his hair was red, um, a lot of his peers kind of um, put claimsies on him. We'll just say. Um, and so it was, it was good in the beginning. Let's go back to claimsies. What do you, what do you mean claimsies? So by claimsies, um, that he, he was like one of them. 
Okay. Okay. And so because he looks similar, a lot of them were from, we'll say, Canadian households Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, it's Ukrainian and Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's, well, there's a high Ukrainian population around okay. here, actually. Okay. So, so, so he was light enough to fit in with the light skin. Light enough to fit in with the light complexed individuals. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, as he grew more, and so did his hair, mm-hmm. um, that started to become a challenge and a point mm. at which he was being kind of made fun of. Yeah. And so one time he came home. And he asked if his hair could be straight like his dad's. Oh. And I was like, well, your dad's isn't exactly straight either. <laughs> yeah. So you would actually have to shave your hair off right. <laughs> for right. it to look kind of straight. And yeah. that wouldn't help either. Right. So it was about helping him to embrace who he was. Because now he publicly, when we go out, we're being celebrated. Mm-hmm. Among among culture and, and family groups, right? Right. Um, he was celebrated, but now he's getting ad- adversity experiences mm. based in and around his hair and then pointing back to his ethnicity. Right. Um, and so as this continued, the years kept going, mm. uh, the kids that he was claiming to be his friends were actually not treating him very well or others for that matter. Yeah. And, you know, it could be based in their family experience. All I know is these sweet little children that I've been watching grow up with my son, yeah. you know, our village setting um, were now not as friendly and mm-hmm. disrespectful as well mm-hmm. it wasn't just to him it was to me it was to mm. his brother. Was, there was a lot that was coming out right. in the languaging and it started to get serious so I started getting calls from the school saying mm-hmm. that he was causing trouble doing this and causing trouble doing that and he kept telling me that he wasn't the one that was doing oh and it was like this is at grade four level these kids have been together for five years now and now we're at a point at which my son isn't as radiant anymore he's he's miserable and he's starting to show behaviors that Mm -hmm. we don't promote in our home right well he's being bullied right so this is his way of handling it right or not because he can't handle bullying But when you have, um, we'll say even family or parents or loved ones who are treating you this way and and you knew them in a space of being loved and familiarity and safety and security, then you feel that, hey, well, maybe I need to do this in order to fit in to better model myself to represent what it is that I love. And I've I think a lot of us get pulled into that. Mm-hmm. A lot of us absolutely um, peer pressure. You go along. Right. Let go of our personal radiance mm-hmm. in order to step into a model other people are expecting us yeah. to to be. Yeah. In. And um, that was what was happening. Um, one time when I went in to go speak with the teacher who um, 
had called me to come and talk with her, uh, the kids were actually holding on to him and kicking him in the butt right beside her. And I was like, why did you, what's going on here that you're calling me in to talk about his Uh behavior is happening Uh right here. And then um, within a few months, Mm -hmm. there was an incident where he was apparently not behaving in class, not Mm -hmm. doing his schoolwork. So he was sent to a homework room. Um, I don't approve of these homework rooms. They're really small and and isolated. But um, they had forgotten about him in there. So from the beginning of the day to the last recess, they had forgotten about him in there. And and there was some kind of, it was after Halloween, so it was about this time of year. Yeah, yeah. And there was like one of those little blood, like blood packs. Yeah, yeah. Playing around with that in there, and it made a bit of a mess. And that's what I had been called into the office for the following day. Mm. And to ask, hey, well, why was he in the room? Right, right. Um, how long was he in the room? Uh-huh. Uh, why was he by himself for so long? Mm-hmm. No food the whole day. Like why was oh, that's that? that's brutal. And um, so it was that moment that I realized it wasn't just a bullying situation. He actually also didn't have the administrative support. Right. So it was a much bigger picture. Mm-hmm. He's more yeah. at risk. He's way more at risk now. So it was mm-hmm. much deeper than you know even I thought. Yeah. Um, because to go into these meetings in the office were futile if they were not yeah. willing to stand up mm-hmm. and, and see his side as well as yes. what was being reported of him. So after all that, a few years down the road, it was even more serious. Um, I took him in for mental health assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that he was... Um, high-grade anxiety, PTSD, um, (sighs) suicidal tendencies. Oh, and how old was he then? And that was only 11. Oh, my God. 11, 12. And Mm -hmm. it was at that point that I'm like, no, we're pulling you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, experience teaching. I was in education, so... Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I can do this. Let's, yeah, let's, do, let's do homeschooling and restore your mental health. So that's what I want to get to. It's because you had a, a, a radiant child that in essence was broken by the system, yeah, largely well, based. Well, yeah, an environment. Yeah. Environment, right, right. Largely based on the color of his skin and the texture of his hair and some variables that weren't had nothing to do with who he was as a, as a soul, right? So as a mama, how the hell did you, A, not kill those children? How did you, like, like the heartbreak of seeing your child be just diminished. Like I know my son was bullied and there was a time when a child in his class killed themselves. And I knew we were in trouble when he said, yeah, he, he killed himself because he was bullied. And I understand that. And I'm like, okay, we're ending it now. So like, it's very severe. It's, it's scary. And so I want to hear how you as a mama handle it, but more certainly, how did you build him up? 
because this this well, child could have been damaged forever, and I know he's not now, right? Well, and and that's the part. Um, it's an ongoing process. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. done. Yeah, he he does have his episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's much better than he was before. Okay. Um, he still can't fully remember. Um, wow. His, his brother, at least, they were in the same school, mm-hmm. so his brother was at least able to fill in a lot of the gaps. Okay. Um, I was also a volunteer at the school while Mm -hmm. working part-time, but I was Mm -hmm. on almost all the field trips. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was able to see the situations and a lot, again, a lot of those situations, he's forgotten. He he can't fully remember. Oh, that's probably protection, right? Yeah. So at some point in his character, in his journey, his healing journey, we all are going. We all have a healing journey mm-hmm. to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really helps us to grow and expand ourselves and to really dive deeper into who we are. Mm-hmm. But for him at this point, um, he's still growing through that. Yeah. He doesn't have to deal with them physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing online schooling, thanks okay. to uh, well you know the rona yes 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 <laughs> the rona experience mm-hmm. um but those children i watched to help like i was the main volunteer in the, the field trips that got to look after these children they were often in my group so because i was the one best able to handle them yeah. and their characters were not it was kind of in their nature to mm-hmm. go in that direction mm-hmm. and it's sometimes it's good to know and observe if your child is kind of a little mm-hmm. you know bugger it's <laughs> a nice way I'm gonna put uh, you it. are so nice you're way kinder than I am well, I know my you... oldest I had to challenge I was like hey yeah. you know you're getting to be a little bugger you want to yeah. watch yeah. stop it how do you handle the mixed race issue because the white kids claimed him, but then his hair got like, well, so you're sort of not like us, but you might not be dark enough for the darker kids. Like how, how, how it, do you navigate that with him? Because that's unchangeable, right? Yeah. And for our family, because we come from multi-ethnic mm-hmm. background, mm-hmm. Um, I guess part of the, the aspect as well is that I celebrate my Scottish yes, great good, 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 good. Because of the love that he chose to instill into his children. Beautiful. And my yeah. grandfather shared the pride and joy and celebration that he received from his dad with mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And he celebrated me and said, Oh, my dad would be so proud to have you as a grandfather. Yeah. And so it's just those things where it's like you don't have to choose. There's Good. no choosing. Nice, nice. All these parts help to yeah. make me who it is I am yeah. and how it is that I look um, mm. and how it is that I get to express into the world and be grateful for. I see myself as a global woman. I am a global woman. Yes. And um, my children get to be that extension of me. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't have mattered if they, they also, if I had a dark skinned partner, Mm-hmm. They would still have that multi-ethnicity. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think in our household, we celebrate the person, the human, the mm-hmm. character, the nature, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, because in the end, yes, everyone's getting to see this, um, or for those that get to see the video or uh, people that see me on the street, mm-hmm. they get to see what I look like. I don't. <laughs> I get to see myself in a mirror, put it all yeah. together, and then right. I'm out in the day. Right. And mainly, this is what I see, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or this side and yeah. my legs. And that's my experience for the rest of the day. And mm-hmm. so in the end, is that the part that matters? Or is it the part that's in our head right. that, that we spend the most time with? That's the most consideration, the conversations. Someone's voice is going to sit with you a lot mm-hmm. longer than what they look like. Somebody's that's a- character and how they treat you is going to sit with you a lot longer. Right. That that can be a hard lesson, though, for a, a young man trying to find how do yeah. I fit in? Who am I? You know, even if there's not mixed race. I mean, that's that, you know, 11, 12, 13 year old children. That's a really difficult time. Just their whole identity. Who do I who do I gravitate to? What am I going to be? So yeah. I love that you're 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 focused so much on character and the ancestry and what you come from and and who you're an extension of i think that's really grounding for a child and i think the key part in it is because in my family we embraced Mm -hmm. how anybody looked yeah nice Uh, i have cousins who are blue-eyed blonde hair Mm -hmm. and fair skin and their their parents look just like me wow so it's yeah this is not uncommon for you It was expected. Right, Um, right, right. But for example, on the other side of the coin, there's a lot of people that, oh, wow, I came out light skinned and blue eyed and blonde hair. And they make that work in a privileged sense. Exactly. They put off their ancestry, put off their family and pass to to avoid oppression, to to live an easier life easier Mm -hmm. life in our Mm -hmm. society and Mm -hmm. i think a lot of that is what's caused a lot of these we'll say racial problems Mm -hmm. that we experience now um not to like there's so much gifts to receive from our family and our heritage and sometimes our families aren't all that maybe (laughs) we do want to get rid of them you know deny that they (laughs) mean that we have to deny who we are to do that Beautiful. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I'm all about embracing who it is you were designed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today with your son, a number of years later, what what do you see possible? Like, because, my God, if he chose to come in to a mother who had died upon his birth, <laughs> Yes. He clearly has some soul things he's working through. Right. He is. Yeah. He is like, well, like one of those. Oh, hell, here you are. Special child. Right. And then he, then the bullying or and the challenges. And so. So what do you, like, where is he today? I know you said he's doing better and stuff like that, but do you see as a result of the trauma he went through, do you see good things coming for him or through him as a result of going that? Um, His compassion is coming back. Oh, beautiful. Um, Beautiful. His playfulness, his mischievousness, um, and then with it, a lot of hard-edged lessons uh, a mm-hmm. lot of character things he's still working through yeah that's um it. and he has an awareness that those are mm-hmm. not necessarily the traits in and character that he wants to mm-hmm. live by mm-hmm. so he works on that and um with the four pillar mindset system that i mm-hmm. 
in and certified in. <laughs> we, uh, because I also called in my mentor to, okay. to help. And she Good. offered to help coach him mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in his experience. So awesome. I'm forever grateful to her for that. So it was really, it was really great that she offered that. And he takes that personally. So to take his own mindset journey personal wow. and not to have it out on somebody else, but yeah. to be in it for yourself. Wow. I think that's what really helps him to keep moving forward. That's awesome. And you have gone through hell and back. This is a very difficult journey. And and I just see you growing and growing and growing. And so we need to wrap up. And I know people are going, wow, um, how, do, how do I get a hold of this woman? What does she have? Like, so, so tell us your contact information and if you have a free gift for anybody. Well, I'd love to offer discovery calls. Um, or if there's anyone that feels they, they have something that they want to share mm-hmm. and to really... Um, get support with or just another set of eyes on I'm offering a 30 minute call with me um and I'm keeping it nice and simple old school you know uh, (laughs) social media old school right (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but you can contact me on Facebook um Instagram I'm on Twitter as well Mm -hmm. um you look up either Elisa Sterling Cowan or Elisa SC, you'll be able to find me. Perfect. Um, yeah. Did I say Instagram? Thank yeah. You. And all the contact information is going to be in the show notes. So wherever you're and watching this. As well, yeah. there, there'll be an, an email that you can email yeah. me directly as well. Perfect. And yeah, I'd look forward to hearing. From so, you know, we talked earlier and this kind of the theme is like, don't give up on yourself. And what I, well, A, you died and then you came back. So you didn't give up there. (laughs) And your son could have given up on himself. He could have gone, you know, in in a very different path. I know as a mama, you can never give up. But just just kind of tune into that. Is there any wisdom or anything else you want to say to encourage people? And how do you not give up on yourself? Or just whatever, whatever that is for you. I truly believe every ounce of energy that was intended for your creation Mm -hmm. is what's helping to keep this big, beautiful picture called life that we're all living. It's a part of what helps us all to go. We're all interconnected. And Mm -hmm. I believe that everyone has the gift or has a gift to bring to contribute to the lives mm-hmm. of those around them and to enjoy that fullness for themselves. So I really believe if people can really step in and just own that fullness, that wholeness mm-hmm. of who they are and radiate that to everybody else, mm-hmm. we would all choose to do the same. And I That's believe beautiful. everyone can inspire the next person around them um, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that it's very possible the other direction as we discussed mm-hmm. but I think we all have that beautiful potential to inspire the, mm-hmm. the nice. coming of beauty into this life that we nice have. I really I really appreciate so much your like this show is actually about self-acceptance right 
Like, I love how you embrace the Scottish, the blue eyes, <laughs> you know, that, and you embrace all the parts of you, just as you, as, as life has invited your son to embrace all the parts of him. And so, I, you know, it's really about that journey and you have, are doing it exquisitely. So thank you for sharing. This was a hard thing to walk through. I can imagine as a mama. Um, and it's it just, it's, it was a journey and I love to see you radiating on social media. So thank you for sharing. I really appreciate that. And gang, reach out. If you are inspired by this, if you have stories that you want to share with Elisa or myself, just shoot us a message and peace and blessings. Take care now. Bye. Hey, I really appreciate you listening to that last episode. And I would love to get to know you a little bit more and to get to connect with you on a deeper level. And here's what I suggest. I've got a Facebook group that corresponds with the content of these podcasts. It's called Fiercely Brilliant Women in Business with Therese Skelly. So if you just search Facebook, Fiercely Brilliant with Therese Skelly, you'll find the group. It's a really nice group. It's a small group and I'm super active in it. Each week, we have a lot of supportive conversations. I share a lot of resources. I do a lot of coaching on the spot, and I would love to have you join me there. So if you like the vibe of this podcast, and you want to hang out with a pretty darn cool community of women, join us at Fiercely Brilliant on Facebook with Therese Skelly. Alrighty, peace and blessings, and I hope to see you in the group. Bye now.